people ask why feminists are called feminists and not equalists because like everyone says yeah feminism is equality so why don't you why why aren't feminists called equalists instead well to me the answer is simple in the past like i said women have faced a lot of inequality perpetrated by men so by coining the term feminism we are acknowledging all the struggles that are that are faced by the women and we are validating the experiences of those women hi guys welcome to cuddle with cookie i'm jingu and i'm here with my cookie baby the topic we've chosen for today is feminism the reason i wanted to bring this up is to reiterate the importance of gender related issues stereotypes and discrimination faced by women and people of gender minorities the patriarchy is something we must destroy and in order to do that spreading awareness is essential and it's basically like the first step before we go into this let's play pickety dockety right now i can see my doll juju something that comes to my mind is how women are treated as dolls to own and play with they're objectified especially men try to control them they try to control what the what women wear how they look how they talk the roles they play and so many other things on that note let's get talking about feminism emma watson has said that feminism is about equality and i do agree but to be more specific i think it's about equity it's quite simple in my eyes so I'll explain why I think it's more equity than equality. Sure, it is on the basis feminism is like based on equality, but of course we all know that in the past women have been treated really unfairly and so men and women have not started out being equal. And because it's because that's the case i think that equity would be more appropriate because equity is basically providing opportunities to um you know gen- <laughs> gender minorities and women and yeah we, you're providing more opportunities to them because they're lacking in it and they have been lacking in those opportunities in the past as well so that's why i think it's equity um now some people ask why feminists are called feminists and not equalists because like everyone says yeah feminism is equality so why don't you why why aren't feminists called equalists instead well to me the answer is simple in the past like i said women have faced a lot of inequality perpetrated by men so by coining the term feminism we are acknowledging all the struggles that are that are faced by the women and we are validating the experiences of those women 
feminism is equality feminism is equity it is justice it is respect to talk more about this i've invited an honorable guest speaker my very own sister kritika venkatraman she's one of the kindest souls has a brilliant mind and is such a strong woman like me she's also a feminist let's hear from her side note one of her nicknames is q so that's what i'll be calling her throughout the episode hi q thank you for sitting with us to chat about feminism hi doll okay tell us what you think feminism means to you oh my goodness this is a tough thing i mean it's such a loaded topic such a loaded question um what does it mean to me it means treating people with respect treating people with dignity not discriminating against people fundamentally it comes down to respect and kindness and not not giving in to biases and mm. i mean there's so much more to that i'm no expert but to me it comes down to respect yeah that's absolutely true but uh, can you also like um explain what equity means to you because i was trying to explain what it means i'm not sure that i got the essence of it so can you tell us what you think equity means sure i mean i can i can try again i'm not an expert um so let me use a very simple example right there's this really common cartoon that we see in trying to explain the difference between equality and equity and what it is is um a couple of kids trying to look over the fence to watch a game happening on the other side and one kid is half the height of the other now if you give them both the same height stool that's not going to get them to the same place uh you need to adjust the stool heights accordingly so that they can both see over the fence and the, uh, the ultimate goal is to be able to see over the fence and watch what's going on on the other side then you create opportunities that are appropriate to each group right and so for women and way more so for gender minorities um and trans people there has been so much oppression so many opportunities snatched away so many opportunities just completely not even on the table or even close to the table if you give people who have faced that systemically for generations you know one piece of a pie where as the other groups that are dominant have been getting that same piece of the pie for generations you know pie is not the good right example here but you know it's not going to be the same same game that we're playing right yeah. and so that's kind of how i see the difference between equality and equity 
Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, um, when, for example, companies provide seats for women, um, in their like yeah offices, um, I guess some people would complain saying, how do the women get like special treatment and how do they get seats? How do they just get seats, um, like provided to them What's without the them? But I'm I'm confused. What seats? Like um, seats. Uh, okay, seats in the sense like I mean, uh, places in the office, for example, promotions and things like that. Like these many women should be promoted. There's like a thing in, in companies like where certain certain seats need to be provided, uh, to women. So yeah, some people may argue that that's not fair. Oh, you mean okay? Okay, you mean opportunity? I mean opportunity. Yeah. I was thinking literally physically chairs and tables. I was a bit confused. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that also is because of equity. But yeah. Have you had any bad experiences at work or elsewhere because of gender discrimination? Hmm. Who hasn't? Um. You know, I think the scariest thing to me about this is that I know I faced multiple things along the way, but I'm sure that I didn't recognize them at all in the in the place because I've just internalized so much of what is thrust at you so often that you tend not to notice it, or you have coping mechanisms and mechanisms to work around it that you don't even recognize that it's discrimination but I, I do remember you know some very clear examples of this of not being given an opportunity to take an internship at the more prestigious place because there's a boy in my class who would who that would serve better right and it makes no sense like you know, and if this is a science internship, I am the one who's the scientist now. <laughs> so, you know, no disrespect to the actual Bye. other kid that was getting the opportunity. It's not about that. It's about, you know, it's just kind of this assumption that, oh, she's not going to cut it and she's not going to do with it as much as someone else Um or that, you know, is not going to represent the, represent us, whoever that us is, as well, because she's a girl, and, you know, what are they going to think? Um, just one of those examples that I think stung harder than others, um, get just given that it was in my field, and it was probably the earliest opportunity for me to see a lab uh, but then I have to say I have also had other people who have lifted me up and given me opportunities in that same sphere but I digress that's not the point of the question you asked me yeah okay if I had to talk about um some places where I faced gender discrimination I'd say like quote-unquote friends have commented on my body hair so it's that idea that 
women should not have body hair and like yeah i mean there are these i've spoken about this in my in earlier episodes but there are these unrealistic beauty standards in the society um that is that also stems from the patriarchy so that's one of the things and yeah people have commented on the dress i wear like oh my god girls should not wear shorts or i don't know things like that so yeah um why do you think some people hate the term feminist wait before i answer that plus one to all of those things that you just said so um 100% see and i and that kind those kinds of comments happen have happened so frequently that i've just not to, i've not internalized them they're not okay but they it doesn't even strike me mm-hmm. as like that's the first thing that came to mind i'm thinking about it in a career focused yeah. way um why is bad feminism considered a bad word it is and and this is the, this is the thing right it's like when you ask me to talk about this i'm it's i have very mixed feelings about actually knowing what to say because it is a loaded subject and it's not that i'm not a feminist or that i find i have any doubt or i'm wavering about that no not at all it's just the word itself and language is really powerful language is really charged and i think that's what it is it's because to me a lot of what i've seen is people think that it means hatred of men it people think that it is just a lot of rioting and you know not of actual productive change mm-hmm. women didn't get seats at the table i stand on the shoulders of so many people who fought for human rights and feminist ideals so it's not a dirty word but i think people jump to conclusions um and they make assumptions of what it means and it's it's not really thought about as basic respect and i think if you start thinking about it as basic respect you might see it a little differently yeah i agree with everything that you said and also like i think when someone says oh i am a feminist i think some men may be scared of losing authority and like basically the patriarchy's um kind of values are that men are superior and they have should have all the control not just about what's going on in the household but just everywhere in the workplace or everywhere else men are the ones who are ruling and they're the ones who are who have control so i think when you are breaking down that uh it's men would might be scared of losing the authority losing that control that they currently do have and that's exactly right i think you know what we're talking about is a redistribution of power and the minute that you redistribute power that means that 
the Someone imbalance, yeah, right? Exactly, the yeah. imbalance that's going to be created, that has has existed, mm-hmm. is going to be shuffled, and that means trouble for the patriarchy. And who wants that, right? Yeah, exactly. We want that. We want that. <laughs> yeah. We want trouble for the patriarchy any day. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Um, what do you think are the common expectations of how? a woman should behave according to the patriarchy and like what what do you think are some stereotypes that you've faced or heard of or yeah god why why should we dwell on those i'm you know i <laughs> no i yes, i agree okay. i agree no i mean i say that partly because what why do other people think that they can control what others are allowed to do and when it's not harmful to others right it's like it's like freedom of choice freedom of opportunity and these are things that i i, I recognize i'm not answering your question but also what are expectations i think we we all face them i'm not sure that that's actually the question that you want you want to ask me i think there's more to it than that so no so okay i'll give you an example of what i'm thinking like um women are expected to be submissive and like yeah that's not happening i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah exactly um submissive and kind of like sweet and nice all the time just smiling and all of that like that is the role that women are supposed to play according to the society and like staying at home to do chores and like leave the work the actual quote unquote actual work to the men and no i'm i'm actually i was so surprised that this is still happening like i'm actually not joking recently someone we met someone um who who said that like some jobs are meant for women and some are meant for men like women are supposed to be mothers and m- men are supposed to go out and work like no no one do you not realize that the society is the one who's making these things up it's not like it's a fact of the universe or something like that like these are all societal constructs i mean there's no doubt about it also we should talk offline about who said that i have n- i don't know that i was privy to the conversation and yeah. i'm glad that i wasn't yeah um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like some other things are like that women have to have babies and get married like literally every tamil movie that i've seen okay, has let's, let's be clear it's not all just tamil movies it's it's, yeah it's everywhere every society i don't think this is a problem of just one society or the other that's part of why it's such a big problem is that it's sadly ubiquitous maybe to different degrees in different ways but absolutely no like this happens everywhere it's not to um reduce the uh, like impact it has on other communities but i'm just talking about what i know and what i've observed so like in tamil movies um every i've not seen one tamil movie where a woman 
has not wanted babies like it's seen as i mean of course it's every the point is not do they should they have babies or not it's the choice that they have like they should have that choice of whether you want a baby or not and the whole like abortion you know thing comes up there and that's a whole other topic but i'm just saying that um i'm definitely pro choice because i definitely believe that humans should have the choice to want to bring another human into the world because you're going to be responsible for that other human and yeah uh so i just think that this entire stereotype of you have to have a baby you have to get married to be happy should just you know be broken down because no you don't have to do any of those things to be happy because happiness looks different to everyone so that's one of those stereotypes that i've heard okay so you want to say anything uh yeah i was going to say 100% and you know it's my typical response is mind your own business this is none of it doesn't matter to you right it's it's like why does anybody get a say in somebody else's life and their life choices and they shouldn't you don't get to weigh in on my life choices exactly Unless yeah i invite you in and i'm not inviting you in so stay out of it right yeah exactly and i don't mean you yeah i know <laughs> okay so are you aware of the not all men argument and like what do you think about that oh god what do i think about it? i don't know that's a tough one i <sighs> so let me just quickly explain what i think the not all men argument is is basically how when you know feminists usually say that men have a kind of oppressed women and men have created all of these things that um is unfair to women so when you say that the men just not the men not like some people say this right some or, people or not all men sure but you're missing the point if that's that's the argument you're making that that is not you you losing the the core of the argument if you if your response is not all men and not actually thinking about the problem itself yeah like by saying not all men Yes, of course it's not all men. It's like everyone knows that. But when you say that, you're kind of deflecting from the like like you said, you're deflecting from the core of the issue and you're just kind of like not addressing the issue at hand. The issue at hand is that yes, some men, not all men, some men do all of these things that like is unfair to women. So Yeah, it's just you're just, you're kind of just like dismissing it by saying not all men. So like next time and you any of, you know, anyone says not all men, just like think twice before saying that because like when someone comes comes up to you with a certain issue saying that hey, I'm facing this, you don't just say, "Oh yeah, but I'm facing this." You don't say that. You you like validate their experiences and make sure that they feel heard so yeah that's what i think so um what do you think about the not like other girls thing 
Oh my god, everything like one after another. I my response is oh my god because it makes me furious. Yeah. When did girls become a monolith? I yeah. I don't understand. Like that's that's my response. We're not individuals. We're not we're not monoliths. Like yeah. this is this is exactly a, a, this is a problem with any anything, right? Like people say there are racial stereotypes that are like this too of oh you're asian or you're african asia and africa are not monoliths like they're (laughs) continents first of all very rich and diverse continents like just same way that what what is a girl like is it a doll that you built in those workshops that you find here called build-a-bear or like american doll or whatever you call them I, I that's not what this is so yeah 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 no i i completely agree with that like so i think that um so basically where this argument comes in is um everyone the world this is not that's not like the society divides girls into for example two categories the girly girls and the like the kind of more masculine girls first of all i think that these two categories are not accurate at all because girls are much more complex than that like just like you were saying like we're not monoliths like everyone has so many sides to them and you cannot just classify them into this or this or this like you can't so that's the first thing that i would say and also it's like basically the more girly girls are seen in the society to be shallow and you know only worried about makeup and things like that like very um you're not deep basically and the masculine girls because they're masculine are seen to be kind of stronger and they're they're taken more seriously like for example like if you not you but you know generally in the society if someone sees a girl with lots of makeup and a, a an amazing outfit and comes to the office like that like people are may not take her seriously and if a person comes with like a suit like basically like traditionally masculinely dressed guess who will you know be taken more seriously yeah so that's the problem um and like clearly what the problem is is that these kind the more feminine girls are not taken seriously and are put down so i think that not like other the not like other girls thing comes up because obviously everyone wants to be loved and you know accepted into the society or just into anywhere they go so when when you know that the society is going to treat you like not not treat you well if you're like this feminine feminine girl obviously you're going to be like oh i'm not like other girls i'm not feminine i'm i'm more 
I mean, I don't care about makeup. I don't care about, um, I don't know, like heels or I don't know. I don't care about this and that. But this I is the problem with the binary, right? It's not a binary, and it's just you treat it like a binary, and it's not. Everybody, everybody, we live in a continuum. We don't, we don't exist in a binary system. Yeah, exactly. So, so I completely understand what, like, why girls would say that i'm not like other girls because of course they want to feel loved and accepted but the thing is that the thing we need to realize is that this entire thing is not true at all because the other girls that we're talking about they're not any less like valuable they're not any less amazing as you are so it's just you you don't it's not nice to put down another group of girls just to kind of lift yourself up because that's not how it works and that's just not true so it's it's just the patriarchy makes making women hate each other and i think we should not fall for that and yeah i think women supporting women is just so much better and beautiful yeah how does how do you think that the patriarchy affects the men too oh my goodness um i mean it certainly does right i think it there are people who take the power and they run with it and they thrive on it and they misuse it and then there are other people who are uncomfortable in it like people who may not recognize that they're uncomfortable in it, where they're expected to be masculine in in the conventional sense and the fact that there is a conventional sense for masculinity and um, not allowed to show their feelings. And it's no surprise that the proportion of men with... Depression. Yeah, depression and like struggling with their mental health. It's, yeah, they're not... They're not respected if they don't kind of suppress their feelings. Yeah, it is it's the flip side of it. So I think this is um feminism is not a you know a, a men hating No, and it's also not a women's issue. Yeah. It's a human human issue, right? Exactly. And it's also not standalone from issues of race and socioeconomic status or uh, pretty much anything else that is part of identity these things are all they all intersect with each other and you shouldn't be considering them as one individual individual thing because it's not Mm. we are not we are made up of all of those things and it's yeah, this is this is a. I think the this is part of the shift in mindset. I I a dream of seeing is thinking about this as a human issue and not as a oh this is women's issue. I'm not gonna fight. And and actually, like one example I can think of is in when I've been part of advocacy groups and um, groups where we've tried to make policy changes at institutions and fighting for it if it's a women's group 
I don't often see people um, sometimes, actually, you know, it's usually like an echo chamber of women talking to each other and men not participating. But the minute you open it up to be about something that concerns them too, they step in. And I think it's this lack of understanding that women's issues are human issues that everybody, that matters to everybody because if 50% of the world is ex- experiencing something, and you're just ignoring it, thinking, oh, that's not my problem. You don't yeah. exist on an island. <laughs> exactly. No, like, some people could say that, um, I'm not a woman. I It doesn't matter to me because, you know, I'm not facing these things. But in reality, yes, you are facing these things as well. Like, you know, the no expression of emotions, things like that. Of course, it's going to, like, affect you too. You know, you're expected to be man enough and, you know, like, tough and all of that. So, I, again, like, there is no one definition of what a man is and what a woman is. And these, like, roles that the society expects us to play. we constructs. Yeah, exactly. They're just constructs. Figments of your imagination. And we really don't need to follow them because I feel like our lives would be so much freer and, I don't know, just much better if you don't pay attention to them and if you don't give them that energy. I mean, it's not that you don't pay attention to them. You pay attention to them because the way to make change is to be informed. So I, I would actually quite strongly disagree with saying that you don't pay attention to things. I think it's there's a difference between not paying attention and not giving it more attention than it deserves. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I, I meant. And I I think sh- shrink the sh- shrink the space that you give something back to size. It doesn't deserve more than that. And I think that's kind of the mindset that I use. I'm not going to take an approach where I don't listen to the opposite viewpoint, right? I, I'm very strongly against that also of I'm not going to sit here and not listen to the other viewpoint, even if it's dead set the opposite of what I believe in. Because I, I hear that viewpoint in yeah, order I mean, for me to, to know whether where I stand on on my own views. Yeah, if you don't hear the other person's viewpoint, then like it's it won't be a fair debate or like it, it won't be a fair argument know thy enemy exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay no I, I i say i say that as a joke you know we're not talking enmity here this yeah. is not what this is about it's it's a human thing and it's about unification and coming together and getting people opportunities that they need um as individuals so yeah um and like speaking of like uh, problems of that men face because of the patriarchy i think like anger is glorified glorified yes it is very violence anger and i just i don't i don't get it all of that is just romanticized and I don't know, for what? Like, what does that serve anyone? Nothing. Like, obviously, 
having anger issues is not a good thing and for some reason in the society you know like expressing your anger in a very flashy way is considered masculine and it's considered to be you know a good, that's considered to be like a good man but that's not true at all because obviously why would you want to like hurt others and yourself with your own anger why yeah and i just think that so many women in the world suffer because of these problems like i said not just women men and you know the gender minorities everyone it is a human issue and you know some don't get equal pay at work and some are forced to stay at home and just the and some people have this pressure of fulfilling the roles that are expected of them and all of that there is so much inequality and i think that acknowledging that is the first step towards equality and so this is a real pl- problem that needs to be dealt with dealt with like some people think that oh yeah the gender equality is only like a a past problem now where we don't have that all of that like so I'm many thinking that that's not i mean no <laughs> exactly no so like just open your eyes and you will see it yeah and not to, not to diminish the value of people who fought before us right it that's not the point we've we may have come a long way but we are nowhere close to where we need to be and that doesn't mean it neither means that the the fighting the good fight before was not enough or that you know we should stop where we are it, no it doesn't mean either of those things it means that you've got it's a continuous yeah it's a continuous thing you have to keep it up exactly and the next step would be to talk about these issues and spread awareness about this like internal misogyny that is built within us because of societal conditioning and then we need to train ourselves to be more open minded and unlearn those stereotypes like i think change occurs when you're more open minded and like unlearning things is also a big part of change because we've been taught by the society by the patriarchy we've been taught all of these things that are affecting us and that we believe that we have come to believe so of course we need to unlearn these things even if it's not easy it should be done and that's when we'll have a happier and more fair world i think and yes things have improved since like the 1900s or even before that but like q said we still have a long road ahead and you know everyone should have the freedom of choice freedom to do whatever they want 
regardless of their genders. Of course, I mean, by whatever they want, I mean, thing, the things that are not harmful to others and themselves. Yeah. So I think, yeah, everyone should get to choose what they want to do and how to be and who they want to be, all of that. They should get to choose all of that. And that's what feminism is working toward, towards. Like, that is part of the goal of feminism. And, like, if you listen to this, I will have a very hard time understanding. Like, if you don't think that feminism is, you know, not good after listening to this, I'll be very surprised because feminism, like I said, is basically working towards um everyone having equal choice who doesn't want that you know everyone wants everyone to be equal to have equal opportunities no but that's and precisely the point people don't want that that's why yes this place to begin with absolutely let me, let me tell you i mean i don't know if, if you had more questions for me but i okay you're nodding your head no um i don't just want a seat at the table okay like i want to set the table and i want a seat at it it and there's nothing wrong with that the ambition is seen as a dirty word especially for women women yeah and yeah i mean the hell with that it's like how dare you be ambitious because you're a you're a woman and i'm going to set the table and i'm going to sit at the table and i'm going to have my cake yes that's absolutely yeah that's the note that's the word that i want to end this on right not not to not to rush an ending just no no we are ending yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay okay thank you again for chatting with us we hope you had fun i definitely did q is yawning already yeah it's my bedtime 10 p.m yeah it's almost 10 p.m yes okay i will end this podcast here we're very grateful for you guys thanks for listening we will see you guys next time bye